Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Hope you had a great Christmas. Now we have New Year's. Now we have New Year's. What's your resolution, Scott? This is Scott Coward. I really don't do a lot of resolutions. I did hear something recently that made a lot of sense. And it was a in reference to um, instead of making a resolution that you should, a Japanese... Um, an old Japanese way of going about things was to release yourself from something, letting something Aww, go. Oh, nice. So now I'm not doing that. Letting it go, <laughs> never bringing it up again. So I'm going to practice that. Are you? Because I have a few things I'd like to let go. A few Aww, things. Oh, good for you. Yeah, so I'm going nice. to work on that. But That's Scott Coward. He's my business partner. We're Patty Wilson. I am Patty, not we're Patty Wilson. I am Patty Wilson. Our number is 850 and we're realtors and property. I'm a property appraiser. And we sell houses and we list homes and we help people prioritize their pain of listing and selling and how to deal with the situation and making it smoother and easier for them. So today we're going to talk about the steps and being prepared to buy a home because it's the new year. The market's you know about to start around February. First week of February gets really hopped up. So we're going to talk about that and we'll see how long that takes. Because I'd like to talk about bourbon. We were supposed to talk bourbon right before Christmas, but we talked about Scott's ancestry. Well, it's very important to know where I'm from. <laughs> it is. It's fascinating. 
Because I haven't taken mine yet. Oh, so I bought mine. Why are you delaying it? I don't know. It's just sitting there. I don't know. It seems metaphoric for something. It really isn't. I wanted to see Molly's. And I don't do it. I guess maybe because you thought about the rush. You said there are a lot of people, but I guess that won't get but better. Not, well, yeah, but they're not actually I don't know. It just hasn't been in the forefront them... of my mind until I'm talking to you about yours. Well, we've been talking about it for two weeks. Yeah, but I, I'm not thinking about it. I'm thinking about closing homes. Well, luckily we have a few that are closing. Yes. And, and one that I was the resident beautification expert for, <laughs> and it's nice to see that. Yes. Coming about in a solid way. At 2316 Store Eiffel, it is beautiful. It is and We have nice. some more coming on. We do. One we're working on beautification now, 52 Talon. Yep. T-A-L-O-N in Crawfordville. Took it off the market. We're going to make it beautiful and put it back. Yep. It's a great so that'll house. That'll be beautiful. It's a great house. Three bedroom, two good. bath. So we're going to make it staged and gorgeous. It's a great opportunity My for the seller project. to make more money and for us to do it. Well, I think it's more important for the seller to make any money because, quite frankly, when you dress your home up, you just get you get more hits and you get more people that can see it for what it is instead of for what it's not. Mm-hmm. So it just even though it's it the same help. house, it's it really is. fascinating. It is. It is. It's well. I mean, so just think of him well, as Joanna go, and me as Chip. Well, you could think <laughs> of it as that. I say all the time that you know, for when you see our pictures or homes or whatnot, it's like dating online. Mm-hmm. Nobody's taking the worst picture they've ever taken and throwing. Well, that actually, up. some people are. Well, yeah, and that's a problem. But that's my hashtag: all, real estate fail. Your hashtag: getting no dates. But. But Scott is Joanna, and I am Chip. Hmm. When you think about it. And our our energy matches that, too. Our energy matches (laughs) it. I have a masculine energy, and he has a feminine energy. That's true. But I'm the numbers money person. I think about what does a house need to make it work, and what will it sell for if you put said amount in? And he's like, well, I need this, this, and this. I'm like, well, you're going to have to do with less. And that's how we deal it. Can't because have everything want you want. They make Scott. the most amount, right? You cannot have everything you want. So I've not done my ancestry yet. Well, you need to get on it. I know. Inquiring, I don't know why. inquiring minds want to know. I haven't sat down to my ancestry site in a, probably three months, so that might be part of it. I used to it used to be my Sunday routine. Mm. Like Sunday afternoon, I'd come home after an open house or something, find and a sit relative, down and find a relative, like solve a problem. That's what I like to do. Mm. How do I solve a problem? Is my thing. Yeah, I'm trying to solve how to get rid of relatives, <laughs> not find them. No, well, you found a bunch. I know, but... Uh, it, yeah. Will you contact them? No, absolutely not. No. I'm just, I just wanted to know that because my mother has since passed away, and I want to make sure that her mother was really her mother, and I have since found out that that is true. <laughs> Thank you, DNA. Yeah, because people have found out. I've read right. an article recently where people are finding out their families aren't their families, and they're very upset. Yeah, well, at least we know that. Her mom was her mom, so we're we're good. On and that. there's some sort of website now or Facebook page. It's not not expected parent. <laughs> NEP. That's what they call it. Because they're it was they found out the parent was not who they expected it to be, right. and they need they and so have, they're throwing up information in order to find how to deal with it. Know how to deal with the the emotions of finding out that your bio dad is not your bio is not your dad. Sounds your like, your familial dad is not your bio dad. Sounds like some good therapy there. Well, talk space. Well, the more you know, we talked about donating said byproduct of life yes. <laughs> to other people. I've talked that, about other people doing it. <laughs> yeah, other people doing not. it. It's going to happen more and more. Oh yeah. The more advanced we are in technology, the less likely that your parents are your your familial parents, your nurturing parents are your bio parents. 
Well, that shouldn't make a difference. I mean, what's happened has happened, and I you know. know my siblings would really prefer that I were not their biological <laughs> sister. Well, those choices we really don't get. <laughs> I guarantee. And that note, I'm Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse, and we talk about real estate. House talk with a happy ending. Our number is 850-656-0009. We're going to talk about the steps needed to buy a house today, and we'll see how that goes. There's a lot of steps. So I'm Don't thinking of I'm thinking down. of buying a house. What like what what's the first step? Thinking of buying the house, like so, uh, you have to make a decision that you want to buy a house. That you either want to stop renting, that you want to stop living with your parents. You're going to stop living in the camper. You're going to stop living wherever you are. You have to make a decision because with that decision becomes you. Then you're motivated to act, and it has to be a decision. It just can't be like a thought. Hey, maybe I'll move and. You have to make a decision that this is, I want something different. I'd rather this. I'd rather this, or my family's expanding or my family's contracting. I want fewer people to come to my house after the holidays. You might be thinking I want to downsize and that's, that's a decision. So you have to make a decision. Sometimes it's made decision for you. You're relocating and you need a new place. Your, your employer is going to help you with that. That could be the case, but you have to make a decision. That's the first thing. And then you have to. Find a realtor. That's the easiest part because then they're going to carry you through the process and make it easier and prioritize your pain, make you help you understand the steps that you need to take so it costs you the least amount of money. And where it makes you the most amount of money. In the end, right? So it's really important to have somebody that you trust and is capable. And of course, this is my job interview to you right now. 850-656-0009. Feel free to call me or text this is my job interview. I want you to think of us as that person who understands and can listen and can hear your pain and your struggle and be be empathetic and transition that into helping you move forward to whatever you, you choose to do. So you you'll once you find the realtor, you're going to have to find somebody that you trust and, and is working for you. And here's what you're saying. My assistant, Dina, is actually going through the process now. I sold her home. They moved to Jacksonville and now they want to buy in Jacksonville. So I asked her, what would, what do you, what did you look for in me? What did you look for in your last buyer's agent? What did you look for? And she said, somebody who would be completely honest and tell the truth, which is why they hired me to Jeff. sell their home. And you want somebody that's because I'm sorry. It, it, it can be a level of honesty that you need to talk about. Like how honest can I be with you? But you need somebody that says, you can't do this. You can do this. If you do it this way, it's going to cost you double. If you try to do it illegally, it's going to cost you here. I need to go. Is it going to appraise? Is it not going to appraise? These are the repairs. Then you make your own decision. We completely respect that. But we want you to understand what that process looks like, how much money it's going to cost you so that you don't put your entire, it costs like two grand just to get into a contract because you have to have money set aside for inspections to place into escrow, which we'll talk about, two grand up front. And you could walk away with nothing. You could lose that all if you don't have the right realtor. Well, absolutely. And then who's pissed? You're going to be pissed. Right. So you want to make the decision. You want to find a realtor, hopefully us. And then you're going to find a lender. So you can listen to the realtor that you choose and find a lender that is someone that they're used to working with and listen to that because time is money. If you don't close on time, it costs you money. The seller can then ha- is allowed to renegotiate. Extra days for contract is not automatic. If you come back and say, hey, I need two extra weeks to close because my bank, that seller now, you've opened up the contract negotiations all over again. And that seller can say, yeah, I'll let you do that, but it's going to cost you five grand. Then what happens? 
So you need to know in advance, these are the steps, the decision tree. This is how it works on either side. Do you know? Yes, you nod, you sign, you initial, and then you move forward. You're going to find a lender that you can afford, that is understands your needs and wants and is going to close on time. That's the most important thing. Nine times out of 10, they're going to sell the loan. So it's just a, a brief relationship, but it's somebody who understands you. It's also trust and capability. Trust and capability understands where you're at. If you're deployed, you need somebody that understands what that power of attorney has to look like, where it says you're going to be. On the other side of the break, we're going to continue the next steps of steps to buying a house. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores. You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got rocks, who mostly goes down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, Mace, you know Tell me when will you be mine Tell me quando, quando, quando We can share a love divine Please don't make me wait again If you don't know or can't guess, that's Engelbert Humperdinck. He's back. He has never left. I'm a humperdinkleette in my mind. I like him. It's a great you, song. Do you pay for that privilege? Yeah. You, if you paid you for it, could. you would be a humperdinkleette. I am appropriating the name for myself to pretend to be a humperdinkleette. I wonder what you get with that. You get backstage passes to see Engelbert Humperdinck. Hmm. Interesting. Is he still on tour? He does tour, just like Tom Jones. I would like to see him. I would really love... I. I might seriously end up in Wales for a, or a concert in the UK. My city. Go on. And it is Scott City from Ancestry. <laughs> and Gordon Lightfoot. Those are the three, like, before they die, I really want to sing. Well, you better hurry on that Lightfoot. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk 93.3 FM. My number is 850-656-0009. And we were talking steps to buying a house. And last segment, I mentioned Dina. So Dina's my assistant, and I helped her sell her home. And she it was in 32311 near my house. And I was talking to her today, and you know why you know what you you do what you do, but you can't verbalize why you do what you do? And lifestyle, and when I mean lifestyle is like how you live in the house, has always been really important to me. And we were having this conversation today about the show, and she helps me research now. And I was like, I said, well, when I bought our second house, we lived in town in City Harrisburg. We moved out on this hill, and then I couldn't get anywhere when it would ice, and I couldn't work. I mean, I couldn't leave the house because it was ice storm because we were on a really still hill. And I'm like, that's why it bothers me so much when people, not bothers me, but concerns me when people get a house and then they can't live in the house. Like, that is what happened to us. I bought it for the dogwood tree up front and no one ever said, hey, Patty, you're a nurse, you work night shift. How are you going to get to the hospital at two o'clock in the morning when the streets are iced over? Actually, I'm not. Or how are you going to get home? Actually, I'm not. No one ever mentioned that to me. Well, it's not a judgment on whether or not you do it. The, yeah, we're, it we're just trying to make. We're trying to allow you to think to that think through. You can plant a damn dogwood tree anywhere you want. <laughs> I could have planted a dogwood tree and not be stuck at a house on a hill because of a dogwood tree. Because if the look was that important, then then my realtor could have helped me with that look mm-hmm. in another home that was more functional, and that was not. 
And I was like, damn. That's, I thought of that that's myself. That's when you call your beautification expert. Right? Dogwood, so, no problem. Dogwood, no problem. So, But that was really a real self-awareness of talking to the to a past customer now, which I'm very lucky to have her as my assistant, but really think that through and like, why does that, why is that always rang important to you, Patty? Oh, because I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And I, another day, another time I said, what, what do we try to do? Oh, I, tr- it was her. And it, I think it was her or someone very like her at the same time. And I said, we want to be there for you. We want to strive to be the agent that we didn't have and needed. And that's my tagline as a realtor. Like I, I need to think this through and be there for that person when no one else is going to be there for that person. I need to sit there and tell you, hey, we really need to paint the walls and this is why and have that hard conversation with you because you love the person. I mean, you've known these people. Sometimes I've known them for a couple of years and then they decide to buy. I have to tell them the truth because then it falls back on me because I was I didn't want to be that agent with the dogwood tree and say, hey, Patty, how are you getting to work? Well, we're just allowing them to make decisions. Yeah, but it's Decision just tree. thinking it differently and creating a lifestyle. What's this look like in a year? If you have another child and the child wants to do ballet, but the ballet is at the other end of town, what does that look like? Are you comfortable moving studios? Yeah. What about your schools? What does it look yeah. like? Yeah, so those Where are the questions shop? that we ask. And they've always asked, but I haven't figured out. You know, it's like when you're sitting in the therapist's office, people, and you're like, why do I do what I do? And then you watch your mother stand there with her hands on her hips and you're like, oh, that's why. That's what happened today. Hmm. It was like, oh, I had the dogwood tree. And I tell little quips about that, but I wasn't able to really verbalize what that dogwood tree, how, how that happened, and then what happened after that fact. And then we couldn't sell the house on the hill with ice. And we ended up having to foreclose on it because we moved to Florida because I didn't want to be around the house on the hill ice. And it foreclosed for real. And it's really important that I don't have that experience with my customers. Well, that would be optimal. So I went back after I learned that with Dina about myself, because this is my therapy hour, 44 minutes. Real estate therapy. It is. And I went back and I've had two customers that have foreclosed on their property in 11 years. So I felt pretty good about that. So judge me by my failures. Two out of ever several many hundred homes that I've helped list and sell, and I don't know the circumstances, but well, I want to know. You don't know why they were foreclosed. Yeah, but I went back on re- research, just what happened and how many, did I really fulfill that promise that I believe I make to somebody? Well, I can't I, predict every future, but I can help you think through it, having been there. And this, and a lot of realtors can do that. I'm not, just, I'm not bashing other realtors by any stretch. I'm just saying that you want to have that person to sit down and say, we only have this much budget, but we want to make this much on our house. What can we do? And then we talk about it, and then we pare it down and give you the numbers, and then you tell us what, what how like, you want to move it's forward. It's like our customer said today. It's not necessarily that we are completely different from every other realtor, although we're different than a lot. The true difference is that people hear things differently, and it's the way in which we communicate. So the, the words we got back today is that they really appreciate our openness, our honesty, in the way in which we speak. And we said it doesn't work for everyone because not everybody wants to know that. No, because some you, people are really you, afraid. Because I'm not looking to hurt anybody's feeling, but I am looking for you to have a good transaction and to be to be knowledgeable throughout it. I think knowledge is power, and that's the way that we help you. If A happens, then B, C, and D right. could happen. If right. B happens, then D, E, and F could happen. And if this happens... We want you to know because I don't want to be on the hook for the difference in that money. And I just want to feel bad. I just 
we're very empathic people, so we kind of feel that thing. We just want it to and work. It's always bothered me we with that house out. that no one said. Even though I grew up and I grew up, but you get excited, so you get emotional about something you don't even own, and you're so excited. Well, you lose you lose, you lose sight, sight of the import the other important things for the one overwhelming important item. Yeah, and I was a night shift nurse, so I'm sitting in a hospital, not able to get home. Because of ice. Yeah, that's right. And then at a certain point when you're a nurse, you can't leave Correct. because it becomes an emergency. You can't leave because they have to have so many people. And it's just never even occurred to me. I was young. I was only 25. Well, so I didn't have, I'm pretty hyper. I didn't have that. Well, I didn't every, have the forethought. Everything happens to us and builds who, who we currently are. So I think having it happen to you is what's helping you in your career I mean, today. We, we really try to be fun and serious at the same time. Or ha- make the experience fun for you and hopefully you enjoy it. But we really, really strive to be the agent that I needed and did not have. And that's very important to me. And if I can't be that person to you, that's fine. I'm good with it because we have good business. We're very, we're busy and right. we enjoy what we do. But it is all about being able to you know trust and capability. So picking the realtor is important. Deciding to move is important. Then helping the realtor help you through the process of maybe picking a lender and then knowing the market. Like, what do you want? What's that look like? What does it look like? Exactly. Do you, are you a night? Are you a day sleeper? Where's the sun coming in? Where's that? Where, what is happening in your life? Because if you're a day sleeper, like I was for 20 years, you need to know where the sun's going to hit your windows and where it's not. Is the air conditioner outside the master? If you're a day sleeper and the air conditioner is outside the master, do you want that? I don't. I had that, and it's not good. Split bedroom, not. Um, you know, recent- hallways. Some people don't right. like hallways. It's a waste of space. Some people do. Some people, when you walk in, uh, my first question is, which door do you walk into? Do you walk in the side door or the front door? If you have guests walk in the front door and you have one of those open islands where the sink is in the island, do you want them to see your dishes? Do you do your dishes? Do you not do your dishes? Do you do you want to have to be forced to do your dishes because they see your they see the island? I ask all those questions. Well, it's important because people just live differently. So, Do the kids play in the front yard? Do they play in the backyard? How much privacy is important? How does the, What color is the house? But how often do you intend to paint the house? If you don't intend to paint, what's that look like? Because if you pick like a blue color, you're going to be painting more than you want to paint if you don't want to paint because of the, just the way the sun hits the blue and the indigo. So we talk about all that stuff. If you park in your garage, do you not park in your garage? Do people walk through your garage? Do you drop your stuff off in the garage? Do you want a laundry room, drop-off area? Do you want to – Here's I saw a floor plan. They walk in through the front door, and they're walking like 35 feet to get to the coat closet. It did not bother her because that's the way it was in her apartment. But I'm asking the question because once the house is built, it's built. You're not moving it, back, not easily. Back to the dogwood, it's like today we were also discussing where people who absolutely want a foyer, and I say – what would I tell you? It, how would you feel if I told you I could create a four-year feel? Yeah, that was feel. a good comment. I can create a four-year feel, and you can still have the house you want. How would you feel about that? Well, then I buy the house. Well, then that's, that's exactly the house right. to give you. That's, I mean, that's the one. That's the way to do it. Because you have to let Scott in there to create because, the floating I mean, because space. You, because you can do that. But Patty it all Wilson. depends. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Scott, beautification expert. 850-656-0009. Pattyandscott.com. On the other side of the break, we're just going to continue to talk about steps to buy a house.
everywhere. As she told me, it can break your heart. Welcome back, Patty Wilson. Patty's playoffs. All I do is want to sing. Do a little DJ. We want to keep our. We want to keep our listeners. So we're not going to do that. Oh, my name is Patty Wilson. I'm a realtor and a property appraiser. And this, we are starting our third year. Number three. I can't believe it. Who would have thought? I hope we have growth. I hope we did better this year than the first year and sound better. Pay more attention to the timing <laughs> of the show. It's not easy, man. You'd think it'd be easy to talk for 11 minutes and be entertaining. Oh, Per section. And turn your ring. Talk about growth. <laughs> we <laughs> do know how to turn off. our ringtones off. My ringtone. I know. People, people. Another Want to see a house. Customer. Actually, it was a realtor wants to see a house. Mm. I'm going to let him. <laughs> yeah, yes, you are. I'm going to let him. That's... So, yeah. So, we're starting our third season. It's crazy to me. Can you believe it? It doesn't seem like three years. It's been. That's that's a lot. It's phenomenal. It's a lot. I said that two weeks ago. It's just been phenomenal. That's a... For me, just personal interior growth, not being as much of an introvert as I was when I first started. That's over 100 episodes, which makes us syndicated. <laughs> That doesn't make us syndicated. I syndicate. Well, well I'm saying if you were if if you were Seinfeld, which we're yes, not, but if you were nice? and you no, had we a, should have a cake. They don't syndicate. Remember? It's over oh, don't they don't? 100. I didn't know that. Well, they can. They typically don't. Oh, I didn't know that. So, well, so that's when they they do the hundred episode kind of big cake. It's that's a, what that means. A, it means cha-ching. Right. Hmm. Because then when they syndicate it and they play it on other stations, they're getting paid again. But I did not, if you go back and look at our volume of shows, I didn't podcast it until well into the first year because I didn't know how. I had to teach myself. Right, but if we're starting year three, we've been through two. And there's like 50-some shows so on there. there's 52 per year. And then for three us, months, we took off last year. We, well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't exact three months. It was months. close. It was enough shows, but there really is about 50 on there because I didn't post them all. I mean, I didn't want the first time. It was brutal. I'm not going back and listening. So syndication in a few months. Yeah. But think about that. Our third year. Yeah, it's good. It's very cool. I think we're a staple in Tallahassee. I like being a staple. I do too. The go-to. I can't imagine not doing it now. It's I I tell everyone it's my favorite. I don't know what I would do with my Wednesdays. Hour. Well, we drink bourbon. Right. Or wine. Whichever. And we just have or fun both. and talk about it. And it really helps me. It's, it's like my therapy because it really helps me understand real estate, understand the transaction. I guarantee it's made me a better realtor or an appraiser. Guarantee you just the knowledge to have to speak to the for those minutes. And talking through things. And be able just... to speak it to it in a simple way. And if somebody held my hands behind my, it would be really hard. But other than that, I think it's, but it's we'd still muddle getting through. a good pace and... People are listening, and I really appreciate it. And you can always listen on pattyandscott.com, or iTunes is great. It's just nice. However I like you'd it. like to. However you'd like to. You Whatever suits us. your personality. You I always post us. them on Facebook and Twitter and Google+. Plus. I haven't been on Instagram very much lately, but I've been busy selling right. houses. Right. Because I still take care we of We don't tell them how. They're never going to know. Right. Okay. What? So, all right. So, you've hired the agent. And the agent or you have hired your lender. And I am I have a list here. It's called Steps to Buying a House. But I'm going to transpose it and say you apply for the mortgage first. And the reason being, the lender is, not all lenders will let you do this. Some want you to have a house before they'll go through the process. Because it does cost them money. 
But if you go through the pre-approval process in advance, it makes you kind of like cash. You are very, you're much stronger on the negotiation side, which of course Patty loves. And you know if there's a glitch in your income or how your income's presented or paid, you can work all that out in advance. So all you need is the appraisal and you can close. You can still close in four weeks if you need time to move. But if you've worked all those other things out, you can go like you're an you Uber go, driver, you can go seven to ten days. You're a hairdresser. You're a bartender. You're a realtor. You need to know all of that in advance because it will only cost you that escrow money, which can be a thousand to five thousand to ten thousand dollars. And if you're not done in that fifteen days, you either have to, I'm going to say it, Scott, pull back or pull out of your deal. Whatever works. You're going to pull out or pull out of your deal and lose the house, or you're going to lose your down payment money and lose the house. Yeah, I'm not about losing people money. When I came back from Clearwater, it's been almost four and a half years ago now, that down there, that's what they do. They they approve the person, and then the person goes and picks out a house. They didn't have it here. And now Van Dyke was one that I asked to come here. There were a couple others that now that that's just automatic that they approve the person and take them through the underwriting process and then they can pick out the house. But a lot of this stuff of the 14 steps are eliminated because you've done all that. Right. And then you just have the fun part of picking out the house, getting your home inspections, you pay for the appraisal, the appraisal comes in and then you can close in a more rapid frame of mind. It's just about negotiating from strength. If you don't know your real bottom line and you don't know how much it's going to cost you to get into the house and you don't know how much a lawnmower costs, how much paint costs, flooring, then your steps are going to be much longer than 14 and you're going to lose money. It's going to cost you money. It just has to. You can't close on time. It costs you money. I think a lot of people don't want to do the pre-approval because of how much information is required for you. Well, they're scared. But you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do it on the back end anyways. So, so I'd rather not lose your money and do it on the So front. can I tell you more about my own life? Yes, go on. So I bought this scale, which I've mentioned a couple of times. It's called a RemPro, and it tells you everything you want to know. Now, most people won't want to know. Like, they don't want to know that their skeletal is 127, and I physically can never weigh less than 130 pounds. I just physically can't. That was kind of depressing when I thought about it, but it didn't change the difference. Not knowing doesn't change the outcome. It just means you're not knowing. I mean, did you really think you were getting down to 130 anyways, ever? I weighed like 155 when I was in the military, and I thought, yeah, I thought 130 was possible. My mother weighed 130. Right. So I kind of thought it was And I'm not saying this about you. I'm just saying if, if, if mine was... Well, that's the dysphoria and the illusion. If mine was 160, and I thought to myself, well, I'm never going to get under 160. I'm probably not going to get under 160 anyways. I mean, granted, my skeleton's got to be less than that. that's the crap you tell yourself. That. That's the crap you tell yourself. It's one thing to afford a $150,000 house on paper. It's another thing to afford a $150,000 house. That's a completely different question. Do you have the lawnmower? Do you have the furniture? How much is paint? How much is car? Like, how much is paint? What's that electricity bill? What is the electricity bill? Like, we had a house listed, the 2316 Tour Eiffel, that the electric bill average was 153 and he the owner was upset because the one month that skewed him was the month he plugged his rv into the house so it drew it up because otherwise the average was like 145 it was a really tight house would change the affordability of the house completely taxes homestead all of that changes 
I cannot tell you what taxes are in one house versus the the next store house. I mean, wouldn't you rather spend three hundred dollars towards your house than then on your, your electric bill? Something that like how much is your average electric bill, Scott? Roughly four hundred. And how would you really know? Except City of Tallahassee is very on transparent. a very small home, but Talquin is not. So this is double the size home that I have, and it is, is a quarter of what I pay of the utility bill because it's better made. And well, then when we told a prospective buyer, like this is what the utility is that true? Go to Tallahassee, go to City of Tallahassee. They were like, "Oh my God, that changes my budget." Correct. Then when we counter, then it made sense. Well, it's the reason why we put it out there is so yeah, so they know because we're negotiating from strength, right. so they could consider that. So it's just something to think about. It didn't change the outcome. I'm never getting below 130 pounds, but. It gave me solace that I, I'm good at what I am, or I'm good at 200, I'm good at 160. Whatever the number I choose, that is really where you have to be healthy. And that is how I try to sell real estate, just to be healthy so that you can grow in the house, have Christmases in the house, celebrate New Year's in the home, and love your house, or, or don't love it and move on and move on to the next house because you have made some money. That is, what, that is my thing. Now, my girlfriend, Deborah Ward, said, Patty, buy this. Because it creates an app and you're on the scale once a week or whatever. That, that shit is real. Okay, <laughs> It's not changing. But I've lost 5.8 pounds in the last four weeks. And I'm pretty happy with that because it's been steady and well, slow. Well, that's the way and, you should lose it in order to maintain it. Yeah. in order, And I've really lost 2,005 pounds in 80 <laughs> some <laughs> You ounces. and Oprah. Yeah, me and Oprah. That's probably 2,500 pounds over my your, lifetime. Uh, your but knowledge is power. And you can just go, oh, so you're not so anxious. Like, how am I going to get down to 130? Patty, in a coma. <laughs> That's it. So how yeah. am I going to buy a $500,000 house? Well, that $500,000 house is going to cost you this. It's going to cost you taxes. It's going to cost all that. We just want to help you realize your dreams, but we want you to enjoy it once you do. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk bourbon. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, This is House Talk with a Happy Ending. With a little Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. This is the last song he ever sang that was distributed. And there's a video that if you go to it, he's so ill. He can barely walk. He can barely lift his arms. But he can sing. But he can sing. And there's one glimmer in the video. I'm obsessed with it right now. Right here. Right when he does that and he looks down and that's Freddie Mercury. Mm. It's just absolutely beautiful. I'm obsessed. It's not even about him. John Deacon wrote it about his children. Right. And I just thought it was great for New Year's. Interesting. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Our last song to 
2018. 2018. So I've heard. I'll be 52. I'll be older than you. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> just know. For a little while. Such a great song. Just know I always catch up. A few months later. Yeah, you got to watch it. And he, he, he's moving his hands just a little bit at his side because that's all he can do. He was so sick and didn't want to be a poster boy for AIDS. Well, and he was just, oh, he did it his way. And that's what I just admire. Anybody who does it, who, who carries their life out. Such in such a way me. that, ugh. and it was the number one ever biopic, music biopic ever. Really? Yeah, it made a ton of money. And I'm going to definitely, I don't buy movies. I'm buying that. It was. I just learned so much about him and the process of the the creative and just, ugh, I don't know why I loved it so much, but I did. I did too. I think I saw it before you. Yeah, you did see it, it before really me. And I was like, I don't know. No, it was really And good. it was really, Molly's like mom. Because the Star Wars porn came out the same time. And it just was so good. So, but the previous song, what I wanted to say was Roxy Music was the previous song. And I love Roxy Music. I've loved Roxy Music since no one else in the United States knew who Roxy Music was. They were in the 70s and they just got inducted or they'll be inducted in 2019 to the Hall of Fame. And there was a uh, popular vote. You could vote for three. Mm-hmm. I voted for Stevie Nicks by herself and Roxy Music. And I forget who else it was. But I, I Brian Ferry, I just thought it was going to be his wife one day. I just have these delusions of grandeur. I mean, Patty Ferry does not go very far, though. <laughs> you got to call me whatever you want. <laughs> but Roxy and Music, I, I still have the album. I have two. Or Roxy there's, Music? There's two. Jeff has them. Oh, I have Avalon. Yeah. Oh, Avalon's a great song, too. Mm. So anyway, that's why I wanted, like, that was just such a big, I was like, yes, he made it. Because I didn't think a lot of people would know in the United States really who he was. Hmm. But they did. They voted for him. So I'm very excited. So we're going to talk about bourbon. But we just were going to talk about bourbon as in the process of bourbon um, because I love it The process so of drinking it? Well, the process of drinking it and really what it is and where it came from. So it came, it's French. It's the French bourbon dynasty. And then bourbon Kentucky, bourbon county is really what it was named after, right. bourbon county, Kentucky. Well, and everything, I mean, it was beer for a while, then wine and back to beer. Now everything's turned to bourbon. Well, NAFTA, when they... It did NAFTA in the 80s or 90s. That is when bourbon was allowed to be made throughout the United States was a NAFTA but now agreement. It, but now... Because it, it was only Kentucky. Right. But now it's it's here. And I love it. And we're, so we're sipping on um, Buffalo Trace. Correct. Can you see the bottle? Which is straight bourbon. Whiskey. It is straight bourbon. And I got it in Kentucky because it's really hard to get here. So well, when I went to Louisville, to I, bought, I bought like six of them. And this is, I paid twenty six eighty five for it, which I think is, is that about that's, the same that's price? less than what it is here. Less. Uh, that's what a client of mine, Chip, drinks, and it's roughly 35 because I bought him a couple of bottles. So it was $10 less? So it's Basically. worth going to Kentucky again. Well, I Holla, think it's probably a little bit the more The Buffalo Trace Distillery in Franklin County, Kentucky. So I have an aunt that lives um, in Bardstown, which that's where the, the bourbon trail runs. And it's really good stuff. So there's different kinds of bourbon. There's white bourbon. And I thought this, when I was reading this article, I thought that quote from Mark Twain was funny. If I cannot drink bourbon and smoke cigars in heaven, I don't want to go. I shall not go. And I kind of agree with him. I don't smoke cigars. But I really do just enjoy the flavor of bourbon. I don't like straight whiskey. I just like bourbon. There's some some bite to it. Hmm? I don't know that I've had straight whiskey. I'm sure I have, but I don't know. It take as it ages, it takes on a deeper brownish amber color, and it's normally aged four to so nine. So how years. do they keep the straight bourbon's only aged for two years? 
Well, I noticed that one's got um, green versus the blue. So blue is the one, like the top of chips that I bought is was blue. probably a better. No, I don't know. So I, I just I don't know. We have to look. Of then there's white bourbon, white whiskey bourbon. So how do Clear they keep water. it? So how do they keep it white? If it ages and it ages, it's aged for one year. Mm. It's called the Ghost Raw Whiskey White Dog Whiskey, which is Jack Daniel's version, or Jacob's Ghost, which is Jim Beam. But it's only a year. I wonder if the, some of the color is coming from the barrels. It must be coming from the barrel. Like a different barrel. And my cousin husband actually sells used bourbon barrels, and they go for a lot of money. A lot of people are using them for He's like a broker. Well, people do other stuff. They're make, putting beer in it. Agreed. They're putting uh, chocolate in it. They're doing other stuff with the barrels. So he well, they're now that. doing wine. Wine. Yeah, that wine a bourbon. Lot of, a lot of wine in whiskey barrels. And there's a weeded bourbon, which is the substitute for, takes wheat for rye and corn, wheat, barley. Anyway, I just love it. And it's, I don't know, somebody said, do you know my assistant? I was being, Patty, how long have you been drinking bourbon? And since I was 10. About an hour. 10. Because my dad would have bourbon in the house and they were from Kentucky. And he would say, Patty, go make me a highball. And I would, and I would have a sip. So probably since I was ten. That must be why I like wine so much. Because I used is that what you would do? I, well, they would pour. Yeah, my parents would drink this wine called Matus, and it looked like the. Oh my God! You're kidding! No, no, shut up! I swear to you. So I would go into. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, and they. I would go into have the whole... refrigerator that they had in the garage, where my mother kept the white Matus, and I would just peel that off. That was the, cork the wine we had in our house. That's what they drank constantly. Can you even get it? I don't know. I've looked before, and I've not found it, but I've not looked online. It is M-A-T-E-U-S, and it used to be in a really specific bottle. The bottling process was very teardroppy, yep. and it was rosé. They made they made a a white, um, a, like a white Zinfandel, and a, I call it white Zinfandel. I don't Do you know remember Chablis? Yes. And my mom, I can't believe you my mom also, my mom also used to drink the before, you know, um, here it is. Here's the old one. It's the vintage. Yes. That is just incredible. I think I just screamed at about a hundred people right there. It was a green yes. bottle with a label. I, listen, that's the wine that we would it. have. That would, they'd that's, say, Hey Patty. That's, <laughs> that started my wine career at about Dude, age. Can you get 10. it now? So before these bottles came out, like Bartles and James and whatnot for all of these uh, wine coolers, mm-hmm. do, there used to be an, one called Champelle. So it was like champagne, but yet, but there was like malt liquor or something yes. in it. And my mom would drink those. Uh, those were good for you a couple can Saturdays. buy it. Champelle? No, I don't know about that, but I could buy it in. We need to get a bottle of Matus or a few. I have to change my location. To what? Out of the country? No, I have. You know how they think you're in a location, but you're not. Mm. It said I was in Gaines, Gainesville. I don't know why. That is incorrect. We're in Tallahassee. Matus Rose. Guess how much it is? How much? Five dollars. Well, I think that's what it was back then. Twelve dollars. Things have not gone well for. I'm going to get some. I, it was really good. That is unbelievable. Really good. I didn't. I just pulled that out. I I've know Matus. My yeah. sister Kathleen and her husband Ron. That's what they drank. I think that's what they served at the Pizza Hut where they met. Mm. Was Matus. And I asked him, remember an A&A? Yeah. Can you still buy an A&A? I don't know. The cologne? Because that's what know. she always wore, my sister. She know. wore an A&A. A-N-A-I-S. And it was in that porcelain bottle. Yeah. Not Jeanette. No, an a and I know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm just saying it to people who might listen. 
Well, and I'm saying so, it's not genotype. No, and they, it was A-N-I-S, A-N-I-S, and it was in a short porcelain bottle with like pink flowers on it. Mm-hmm. And I asked Ron, my brother-in-law, I'm like, do they still make Matus when I was home at Thanksgiving? Or when I was, yeah, I was home at Thanksgiving. And he was like, yeah, you can still get it. I was like, I've looked for it and I've not been able to find we're it. We're buying it. We definitely Champagne. I forgot about champagne, champagne too. big. I, I don't know if you can get that any longer. But. Yeah, Patty would say, so my parents would have these little Friday afternoons sit-downs with their friends, right? Mixers. And they all had that, like, mixers, but they would sit at the kitchen table because we had eaten kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was a small house. It was a thousand square feet. And they, Mrs. Jasenko was her name. She just passed away. Patty, make me. So she got whiskey and 7-Up. She would bring some of hers. Nice. <laughs> she the 10-year-old running the bar. Right. Like I was at the VFW. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. But maybe that's when I learned to prioritize other people's pain. Well. Drink up. Right. Come on. You do say that a lot. Drink up, buttercup. Drink up, buttercup. That's true. That that's so funny. Right. I'm like so overclumped over Matus. I haven't even heard that. There's not many people that know Matus. Well, there has to be a couple people because it's $4.99. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our people. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Have a great new year. House talk with a happy ending.